As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Manchester United and Liverpool face off today, but regardless of the result of that game, United clearly has big problems to address after two losses in their opening two Premier League games. That's part of the reason why they recently agreed a deal with Real Madrid to buy Casemiro for about $70 million. Not a small amount. My colleagues Jack Pitt-Brook and Carl Anka joined host Mark Chapman to discuss how adding Casemiro could help Man United and also how it won't help. From The Athletic, I'm Alex Abnos, and this is Soccer Every Day for Monday, August 22nd. Right, let's move on to uh, Manchester United. Uh, the Athletic's Carl Anker is with us. Where are we up to with their um, six-month pursuit of, sorry, six-week pursuit, of, sorry, six-day pursuit of, uh, of Casemiro? Due to the numbers involved, I'm reluctant to say the Glazer family are shopping at the petrol station for their Christmas presents, but it does feel somewhat haphazard. By all accounts, some form of agreement has been made. That's on the club website. Casemiro is going to be a Manchester United player. He is unlikely to to be involved in any form of starting lineup or or substitute appearance for Manchester United against Liverpool, but I would not be surprised if he made an appearance in a club suit or something in a similar fashion to Rafael Varane did before the game against Leeds last season. Is that because the club suits are available to buy in the in the shop is that why they might do that <laughs> or so they could use it to sell some merchandise before the start of the game um, do you know what I find quite interesting about this move Jack and then uh, Carl can come back in is you ask United fans uh, do you know are you excited about this do you like this and on the one hand they look at the player and his career and what he might provide and go yes and then on the other hand they look at a whole line of players who have joined at similar stages of their career on top of the fact they've only seemed to have wanted him for the last week and and are already fearful that it's deja vu yeah i get that it does definitely have the feeling of that kind of like immediate post ferguson era you know the sort of schweinsteiger era schweinsteiger dimaria era of signings on the plus side two weeks ago in, in admittedly in a different part of the pitch they're being linked with marco Anatovic. and when <laughs> when the marco Anatovic deal fell through i thought i thought to myself if somebody told me deal for marco Anatovic collapses in the middle of august i would have 
have guessed it was Everton, maybe? Maybe Newcastle at a push? Like, it's not a Manchester... Like, you know, all due respect to Mark Arnautovic, not a Manchester United player, not a Manchester United-level signing. Casemiro, the guy's won five Champions Leagues. Like, you know, he's a big shot. He's a big... He's a superstar. He's the best in the world at what, he's do- at what he does over the course of the last 10 years. And he does at least bring with him that kind of, like, a bit of glamour. A bit of glamour and a bit of prestige and a bit of cachet because of the career he's had. So, look, if, if I were a Manchester United fan, God forbid, I think I would be, you know, I would be quite... I would, I would be pleased about getting this guy in the door. It does as well, Carl, give... I mean, if this is all sorted, as Michael Cox has written about on The Athletic, it does it does give United, bizarrely, the Brazilian midfield. Yes, yes. I think that's, that's a very interesting wrinkle for everyone involved. As Jack just said, Casemiro is one of the best players at what he does at being a number six. He's... Brazil's number six ahead of uh, Fabinho for Liverpool of Liverpool, and he played in that position ahead of Fernandinho of Manchester City for that point in time as well. But, and I really feel as if I have to put the but here, what Casemiro is good at is tackling interceptions, being you know, the, the very much the water carrier ahead of the two fantastic midfield passes, uh, midfield generals that were Luka Modric and, and Tony Cruz. So, Casemiro solves one area of need for Manchester United. He solves one issue for Manchester United. But there are a myriad of issues within Manchester United's midfield that Casemiro does not fix. And I think a good way to look at this is if you look at, my apologies to Manchester United fans, if you look at the four goals they conceded against Brentford, Casemiro's presence in the United starting lineup would probably stop the fourth goal from happening. That counter-attack goal where Brentford break to the other and Casemiro would probably know the correct area to stand in or, or would probably take a yellow card to stop that. The third goal from the set piece, Casemiro might have a way of disrupting that goal from occurring uh, due to what he knows from set-piece defending. The second goal, where David De Gea you know, essentially passes into Christian Eriksen and Christian Eriksen doesn't really know what to do as he's he's the deepest line player and the best one to receive. Casemiro can't necessarily solve. He's not the passer. He's not the person that if you want to play out from the back, you give it to Casemiro first. Casemiro is a very conservative passer and, and gave it to the other midfield players of Real Madrid. He doesn't solve that issue. He can't solve the first issue, the goal that United conceded because that's De Gea just not doing proper goalkeeper so he makes United better but not better in the ways that Ten Hag spoke of United needing to play this summer uh, you can take some of the quotes from preseason when he was in Australia and talked about why he was so interested in Frankie de Jong and the importance of ball progression and then you say okay well Casemiro doesn't fix that just this end the de Jong pursuit I think that the young pursuit is on ice for now uh, I think also what, what's, what's quite funny is Casemiro is probably the perfect player to play next to Manchester United's Paul Pogba if Paul Pogba was still there to reinforce how how this deal is good but also a little bit odd and, and several years too late you've got the perfect midfield partner for Paul Pogba in the summer that Paul Pogba was the pilot on the free looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone luckily with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night yep you heard that right You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. 
I'm sure Carl's right that Casemiro is not the guy who is going to enable Ten Hag to dominate the ball the way that he wants, start moves from the back the way that he wants, all that kind of stuff. Like, he just isn't that kind of player. But maybe he's the guy who ends this kind of phase of collapse. You know? you know, I mean, what hap- what we saw at Brentford the other day, that can't happen. That just can't be allowed to happen at, at United. Like that, but particularly that fourth goal. And you, you, you need... Some, you know, sometimes a manager can't always start by playing... You, you can't start in a managerial job and play the way you want to play from day one. You know, when Jurgen Klopp went into Liverpool, he couldn't play the way he wanted to play from day one. He had to compromise. Uh, Pep Guardiola's first season at Manchester City, he had to compromise. You know, he, he spent a lot of that first season with Sanya and Zabaleta and Kolarov in the team and, you know, solid guys who'd been there for a while before he managed to kind of get the team playing the kind of 75% possession football that they did in subsequent years. So I think there's always, at the start of any tenure, there's a degree of, of pragmatism and compromise and maybe that's what Casemiro represents. Possibly. I would be slightly reluctant to call this pragmatism when you consider the fee involved. Uh, it, but you, if they've got the money, it's pragmatic to spend the money to fix a problem. That's a big if, and and the manner in which Manchester United spend and have spent in the, in the previous others does suggest they are sort it now and we'll figure out the less later on. This is very much finding a, a very good football player to to paper over some large cracks in Manchester United's midfield, and that is good to a point. The length of his contract and the fact he's thirty years of age and the fact that oh, I'm I'm going to assume there's going to be very little possible resale value. Okay, fine. You've got Casemiro. You've got a very good player in that position. You now need to build around Casemiro. You now need to get players who can do the things Casemiro is not so good at. If it was Casemiro and Frankie de Jong in the same summer, fantastic. Manchester United away at the races. You can all change your top four predictions. But if it is indeed that Brazilian midfield of Fred and Casemiro or, or Casemiro and say Christian Eriksen, then you're looking at a team that, and I mean this as a compliment and a little bit of a annoyance, you have a team that are best suited to playing a style of football Ole Gunnar Solskjaer played at Manchester United in 2019 and 2020. They've spent quite a bit of money to end up where they were a couple of years ago. And at a time where so many other top four and top six rivals appear to be going forward, there is a, a gap and a reason why I think some Manchester United fans aren't totally excited about this. I think there's a lot to be said for crack papering when you just lost to Brentford and Brighton. <laughs> And and just to uh, just to remind you, if you're listening to this on a Tuesday, uh, this was recorded before Manchester United Liverpool, so we have no idea how big the cracks that need papering are after that game at Old Trafford, or if it even went ahead for that matter. Thanks so much to our friends at the Athletic Football Podcast for that clip, which is from today's episode. You can hear the full episode by searching for the Athletic Football Podcast wherever you're listening to this show. Before we go, your TV guide for today, as usual, all times are Eastern, and obviously the big game today is in the Premier League, 3 p.m., Man United versus Liverpool. It is on Peacock or on Telemundo, if you don't mind watching in Spanish. In Canada, it is on Fubo TV. A couple of interesting Serie A games as well in Italy at 12.30 p.m. Roma versus Cremonense. That will be on Paramount Plus. Also on Paramount Plus at 2.45 p.m. Sampdoria hosting Juventus. This show is produced by Mike Zimmerman with help from John Hayes. You can get ad-free versions by subscribing to The Athletic. Thank you so much for listening and happy soccer to you all.